Hello and welcome to Binge or Cringe. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. Our binging has been uh, affected because apparently some person or persons unknown in Malaysia have been using our Netflix account. Uh, Man, I did not think that's how this this was going to start today. Yeah, so... um. Yeah, I got to figure out what Jim has changed everything to because he alleges that he has not been in Malaysia this week. And I think he's correct. Does I mean, is he usually honest about stuff like that? Yeah. About like, Malaysia. You've anyway. never you've never like caught him on a like, let's say, weekend excursion to Malaysia. Almost, but no. You no. stopped him at yeah. did, did that last minute like stop mm-hmm. at the, just run at the yeah. the airport. No, don't go no, to Malaysia. Jim! So I have watched some things for you, and I I bet you you have not had the time to yet watch. Oh, geez, what are they? It's it, Mowgli or is it the Jungle Book. What is? What did Andy Circus make? It's called Mowgli. Have yes. you watched it yet? I have not. Okay, I have, and I want to talk about it. Well, we can talk. About all it. right, like I mean, the the book that it's based on is how how old I at this point? The, do not the, know. the book of jungles. <laughs> Believe it, it was the precursor to Facebook. <laughs> Junk Jungle Book predated Facebook by a couple of years. All right before MySpace, I think. Is mm, that yeah. is that right? There have been so many iterations of the Book of Jungle that I do want to go back to the original that, reading. That's the great thing about I'm. Because I'm guessing that puppy is in public domain now. Would you let me finish? Sure, I could. Because I don't, I've seen so many different versions. I don't know how many have added this or that because it was fun. Does the original feature bare necessities? There is a bear. But there's no, was the song in the original book? I hope so. Believe yes. Uh, Yes? Yeah, no, I'm sure it wasn't. Oh, so anyway, uh, what I found amusing, first of all, the children were going, no, I want to watch anime. You're, like, you're going like, to take your regular Kipling. And you're going to sit your butts and down. You're gonna like it. Yeah. So, of course, they totally loved it. What I love particularly about my children is, uh, well, everything, but their ability to recognize things and Anna Grace said about five character conversation into it. She goes, "Is Andy Circus the voice of every animal here?" Well, I believe he also directed it. He did, but what's so funny is I was thinking the same thing. He's only the voice of Baloo, but when it starts, because I didn't remember that Christian Bale was in it, so there's a lot of arr, arr, there's a lot of uh, you know what I'm saying. It's a lot of huskiness. Were you just growling at me? Yeah, like, was, I don't, was, is he a is he a bear or a a wolf in this this movie? Christian Bale, I already don't remember. Um, so honestly, the voice cast in this is probably second only to Disney's very recent. Mm-hmm. Re- it's not really a an adaptation of the book. It's it's kind of a retelling of their their Jungle Book. Like correct. If, if that makes sense. Now, uh, we're gonna we're gonna play a game. Though technically, shouldn't the movie The Jungle Book be called The Jungle Movie instead of The Jungle Book because Pretty it's much. technically it should be not a book; it's a movie. Your favorite part of this movie, yes, is when Mowgli yells "Khan!" That and Khan is voiced by Benedict 
Cumberbatch, who How? played oh. Khan. See, it's like that's now your favorite. I wonder. Part. I wonder if anybody like considered that when doing they had to have. the casting and just being like, and hey, we're gonna have him yell Khan, right? I mean, that's the first thing I thought of. Really, really, like, do you wonder if William Shatner sits there and like when he just hears him, people doing that, just going, guys, that. That's like my like when Michael Buffer says, "Let's get ready to rumble." Like, if you want to use that phrase, you got to pay Michael Buffer. I'm wondering if he doesn't want to go back in time and just being like, "Why didn't Why didn't I copyright that?" I don't know. So that every time somebody goes, Caw! like, why Why am I not the one screaming that? So then I thought, huh, Benedict. He's been a Grinch. He's been a great detective, not a mouse detective, but a great detective. He's been a dragon. A Cumberbatch. Yeah. And now he's a tiger. And uh, he's a doctor. I I am going to tell you that he has one of the most exceptional voices. Yes. Since, I mean, honestly, since the diction of Alan Rickman. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the way that, like, he, he just, he kind of chews a syllable in a word. Like... He's, I, he's I am, beautiful as Shere Khan. I am confident that he could read me the ingredients on a cereal box, and I'd be like, "What happens next? What? What's next? What, what? What? What is it? Is is it? Is it high fructose corn syrup? Let me know. What? 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 Now you know when you hear certain people, it's like we love Jeff Goldblum, but Jeff Goldblum as Shere Khan would not sound like Shatner. But you know, he's always sounds the same, and we uh, love that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we love that. He, yes, he does. Dinosaurs. But if I if I didn't know ahead of time, it probably would have taken me a little bit to realize who was voicing it because is, he was so Jeff good. Is in? No, 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 he's not. Uh, and then, of course, Kate Blanchett is in it. And she's, I swear, every time they have her do a narration, there's a line did, from Lord of the Rings in it. Did they just take, like, a bowl with a bunch of names in it of exceptional actors and be like, okay, listen, obviously we can't use all of these in our Jungle Book. Netflix, let's let's just Split divide up. this up, mm-hmm. okay? All right, you get Kate Blanchett. We'll mm-hmm. take Bill Murray. Um, we'll get Idris Elba. You take Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay. Um, yes, yeah, mix it up. Like, I mean, seriously, the two of these movies have just a remarkable voice cast. Mm-hmm. Now, for some reason, I think it's because my name is Jane. Sure. And I really enjoyed the Tarzan stories. I can imagine that. Jane, Jane yes. plays heavily yes. into that. Then that led me off on, this is a surprise, a tangent mm-hmm. of, in real life, the children who have been discovered who were raised feral because of whatever reason. And there is a, I'm not going to say rich history in India, but it was very common, more so than, let's say, here, sure. for children in in a certain uh, time period, I don't know how common it is now. No, not unlike how um, Betty Rubble and Barney Rubble found Bam Bam. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's, it's fascinating. The the rabbit hole you can fall down reading about these these feral children who were then found and tried to incorporate them into society. It never ended well, ever. I really it really feels like there there's an untapped market for films called feral children <laughs> I know. and not not children 
that were sired by Will no. Ferrell. I'm no, talking, talk, yeah. But it'd be funny. Or if you, that's how yes, you tie Will yeah. Ferrell adopts feral children. Anyway, Ferrell's children. That's just Boom. an aside. That's just an aside. This is probably part of what brought it all into it. Thank you, Rudyard. But uh, so you have this baby, and the baby is raised by wolves. Sure. And can that happen? It happened a- with Romulus and Remus, and well, thus Rome was founded. I, I'm, it, I'm sure that was real. Are we? I'm. I'm just saying, like. Let, let's let's. I don't want to conduct this experiment because if it goes wrong, um, it it feels like I've violated some human rights and I can probably go yeah. to jail. But if I gave a wolf a baby, what would happen? Mm, I think it would die. Uh, the wolf? No. Okay. Uh, oh, I see where you're going with this. But I'm willing to again. It would be a great experiment. I think if another primate. I mean, the Tarzan thing really seemed logical to me. Like, like if I gave King Kong a baby, like, is it a big baby? Like, yeah, let's say baby Huey. Okay, we're I giving think that would we're work. giving King Kong baby Huey. Yeah, that would work. What that? But if it was like a regular baby, like one of those teeny mm, tiny, uh, teeny tiny babies, I think it would get stuck in a back you molar, you, or like he accidentally eats it. Yeah, and he sits on it. Anyway. Or maybe drops it, like when he's on the Empire State Building. So back to the movie on Netflix, sure, yeah, yeah, Mowgli. Right. Uh, the kid playing Mowgli, exceptional, especially since you know most of the work that he has done is no one else is around him. He's really exceptional. So it's not played by Andy Serkis no. in a motion capture <laughs> no. suit? Now, is the entire other part of the film Andy Serkis in a... No. Here's the thing that people are complaining about. I don't find it to be a complaint. Oh, no. Here's the first thing the stupid people are complaining about. The stupid people are complaining about how dark it is and how they thought it would be a live action type of film with some CGI, but it was going to be the Jungle Book by Disney. Right. But Disney made that movie, literally that movie, Mm -hmm. like John Favreau of Elf, Iron Man, and Zathura fame mm. literally directed yeah, that I know. movie. Bill Murray was like yeah, the voice of the bear. They're very irritated uh, because Scarlett Johansson was the voice of Ka- kind of dark. That movie that that is they that movie exists. These were the stupid people, okay? Who who were just uh, I can't believe we, we sat down to watch this and blah 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 on the elephant. <sighs> like, did they sit down for the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes and just be like, Where, "Where's Basil Rathbun? Why, <laughs> why is Iron Man up there solving mysteries? I do not know. I so what is going on? There are some new characters, uh, a lot of new characters, and uh, there's you've got Mowgli. Raised by wolves, yada, yada, yada. Baloo this time is, he he teaches all of the wolf children. The bare necessities? How to live in the jungle. Of life they'll come to them. You find out that Yo. Bagheera, Bagheera was once kept in a cage by a king. You find all these things out. You find out that there is a, um, oh... The word is, oh, the... Pizza. Is no, that the word? No, no, no. no it's microphone. Not, 
If only I had slept. Sliding it's not glass a, window. It's not <laughs> albino. Oh, okay. I was almost albino. So there's that an albino wolf. That was my 67th wolf. I was going to say abominable. There's an albino right, the, wolf. The, the, the abominable Mowgli. <laughs> and, uh, well, the albino wolf, there's a story there. I, I don't want to ruin it for you and throw was, in was any. Was he Santa's wolf and that's why he's white? No, no, but there's uh, there's some. Was he was he painted white like Pepe Le Pew, and mm. and a a I don't know a skunk falls in love with him? No, I don't think the skunk was willing. Is he is he a French? Uh-huh. Is he a French wolf? Yeah. No, but he he looks just as disturbing after his visit to the taxidermist as he does running around in the jungle. That's- that's horrifying. Exactly. So here's the thing people complain about other than being stupid. Apparently, the, the, the main characters, all of them, I don't know, it was done much like Smeagol and Gollum. It's a live-action thing, and they feel that the animals' faces are too human in that they are so expressive. Yeah, they look different. This is not really a complaint because I know... I know that a bear and a panther and a pack of wolves are not going to talk so to it, a human boy. It doesn't bother them so much that they can talk, but that they're expressive when they can talk? Yes. And it's distracting. As opposed to, you know, in earlier films, especially with dogs in them, there'd be just like the bottom lip moves, but they're talking, you know? I, I had a friend that complained to me about the, the new Ninja Turtle movies, and they're like, well, whenever they shoot at them, bullets are deflecting off of their shells. <laughs> and I'm just like, wait, 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 wait. So your problem with the movie about human-sized, talking, walking, <laughs> ninjutsu-doing turtles that speak English and were taught to do ninjutsu by a rat that essentially read it out of a Time Life book series, can also talk, speaks with, like, and let's say an Oriental accent for some Mm -hmm. reason, Um, to say nothing of the fact that the rat can talk, has raised them, and they love pizza. Uh, They fight a brain from Dimension X and a ninja master named Oroku Saki. Uh your problem with what I just described, like the, the, your ability, your your suspension of disbelief can go no further than bullets bounce off their human size shells. Mm-hmm. To which they withdrew their argument. Yes, forthwith. So there are different things happening. They know real bears don't teach the bear necessities oh, of life, right? It's a... Uh... It is very interesting in that Ka tells the story. Ka is a good guy, girl. Ka is very large. That hypnotizing snake that likes to eat little boys? No, that hypnotizing snake can see the past and the future. Whoa. And the future is Mowgli. Are we sure that Ka isn't, you know... Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, it is a very interesting take because from the animal's point of view, Mowgli... We'll have to be the go-between between, between the them and, and, and the world and, of man. 
And there are other animals, <clears throat> Shere Khan, who don't quite see it that way. And Shere Khan is just messing it up for everybody because he's bringing man there, into the jungle. Is there one Khan that does not kind of like we got Genghis Khan, we got Khan Noonie and Singh, we got we got Khan Noonie and Singh in the new movies, we got Shere Khan, like. Is there James Khan? You know what he did? You know what? You know what he did in the Godfather movies? It wasn't Sh- good, Jane. Shaka Khan. Okay, there's one good Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Anyway, so it's very interesting when you have a familiar story like the Jungle Book presented like that. And it is lovely to see this weird character. You don't even know what to think about him, but all of a sudden there's this white guy who's a, you know, the great the great white hunter, I guess is he's not seven guys to defend a village. He's the great white hunter hired by the Indian villagers to kill the tiger. Okay. Um, the con? Yeah. Uh, I, it is, does this con like to quote from Moby Dick? Like, no. That would be fun. No, but there did, is. Did, did they strand this con on SETI Alpha Six? No, but there there is a fatal attraction moment with this con that he falls in love with the hunter. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Oh, okay. Oh, whoa. Ah! <laughs> man, that'd just be weird. Like he's like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna kill you, big tiger, and now, then, now then the tiger just kisses him. Now here's something interesting: all the animals can talk to each other, sure, except the monkey people. They have no language. The monkeys? The monkeys don't talk. The, them tree, them manchi trees. They don't up want it to be like you. They, they don't talk. So I don't know. So at uh, no point, like King no. Louie, don't jump around. No, saying, there's no like, King Louie. What? Wait, no. He, that's probably a creation of the. Yeah, that's what I was figuring. So anyway, it's it's got some different things going on. I liked it. And of course. Now, artistically, it's extraordinary. I will say the Disney version of like the live action mm-hmm. adaptation did have the fact going that King Louie was voiced by Christopher Walken. I know, crazy. Uh, so there's that. But in that, it's there are a lot of different things happening in this film. So I found that interesting. It sounds like it has enough different going on in it that like you're not really treading over the same material. Mm-hmm. Um, as the Jungle Book, which, as we have discussed, is actually not a book, but the Jungle Movie. Right. The Jungle so, Book Movie. I don't have a lot of complaints. I mean, is it like, oh, my God, life-changing? No. I thought it was a good movie. I don't feel the need to complain about all of it. Uh, sure, I did find the pattern on the wolves unusual, and I thought, is that what wolves in Indian jungles had those weird patterns? I don't know. That's something I've yet to Google. That now, aside, it's fine. At any point, does Andy Circus find anything to be... His precious? Because um, I, f- I feel like that's a word that he stays away from now, like in any script. he's Like, let's say when he played, um, when, when he was in Black Panther, uh, most recently, just as a, not, not a motion capture, but like a human-human. Like at any point, they're like, "Yeah, uh, we need you to say this is a precious metal," and he's like, "Guys, I real, I don't, I don't do that." Every time I say that, like, I kind of, I revert back into a golem-like state. I can only pronounce "precious" like that. Can we change the word to like 
anything else. That's pretty funny. So that is something new produced for Netflix that just went live. And I have another thing. Right. And this one, I'm going to say this one. I enjoyed Mowgli and I appreciated all of what it was. This, well, it was even it, initially it was going to be a theatrically released film. Mm-hmm. I want to say Warner Brothers put it together, and it was purchased by Netflix to premiere on their mm-hmm. streaming service. Uh, it's not something I need to see a million times, but I thought it was a good movie, and my complaints are minor, and the acting talent is certainly there. Is it significant enough that you feel like it's it's it debuting on Netflix? Is it enough that like you when you saw that you wanted to to tune in for it? Yes, I believe I said, "Oh, Mowgli's on. We're watching that." That that exact phrase? Yeah, pretty much. Now, finally, something you and I can put on a poster. <laughs> Not like, oh, if that thing had been in Tupperware, it would have mm. rotted. All right. Now, um, a movie that is the kind that, had it have been a theatrical, I'm surprised it wasn't a theatrical release, actually, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, because now we're getting into the arguments it is a movie, but it's on Netflix, but it's original. Is it up for an Oscar, but it's on TV? Because, you know, that whole thing. I'm not going to get into that like I just did. This is a movie that you would probably go, nah, but I want you to watch it. And it's called The Guernsey, Already You're Hooked. The Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society. That, that feels like something Gollum said, but like that's what he called girls. <laughs> the, He's like the Guernseys. They are they in their potato peels of the society. We we hate them. Hate them. That would be the Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie and any, Society. And, and Andy Circus has nothing to do with it. Absolutely nothing. Okay. All right. Well. Uh, if you have ever watched Downton Abbey, you will recognize a few people, and I'm not going to name their names because you're not going to know who they are. Sure. But. I don't know if this is based on a book. What I liked was it was different. And even though you could tell some of what was going to happen because, well, you and I could tell because we've seen a million movies. But it was it was entertaining and it was really well done. Now, I know you just said that we weren't going to argue about all this, but let me put one point up there, especially because, like, you have kind of described the... And when I, when I say limited appeal of this movie... Um, this is not a four quadrant film. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Okay. Um, in order to almost get a theatrical release now, like you've got to hit that. Like, if Disney does not want to buy that franchise out from under you, mm-hmm. um, it is getting more and more difficult to get something that is not based on a pre existing property, something that is not uh. a decades old like IP, that is not a popular book series. Like, if you are not one of those things. Getting that film produced in the the world that we live in now, like your your numbers like drop astronomically of the chances of you getting picked up. Hmm. Um, quiet, like very subtle, reserved films, like the the kind of your Oscar bait mm-hmm, for, yeah. in the you know seventies, like maybe early eighties. 
Those films don't get made anymore because they don't open to $250 million. This is just what that is. This is a quiet movie. So it, the, the argument I would make for that is like I, I think there still is a place for films like that. And mm-hmm. like not every film needs to be Inven- Avengers Infinity War or like the Aquaman. I, there is a place for films like that, and it doesn't seem like it's theaters anymore. Mm-hmm. But if they are not allowed to contend against those movies, I think that's where the issue comes in. Yeah, and the fact that it debuted on Netflix—I mean, it, is it is it quality? Like, do they need to get a very limited release in like ten cities so that they can contend against like that? I, mm. th- th- I mean, th- like I said, that's the argument I want to make. Just because, again, this does not seem like the kind of movie that you open against, let's say, Black Panther two. Mm-hmm. It, it it's not. It's like at best, this thing does you know twelve, thirteen million dollars. It's opening weekend. Like, is it a good movie? What you're describing to me says, yeah, it, it, it is, is a good movie. It's it, yeah. it, it. You've got a talented cast, like probably a pretty good script, mm-hmm. like talented director. Where Great where scenery. where do those movies need to exist now if we're not going to put them into the multiplexes? I'm going to give you a firm. Mm. Okay, excellent. All right. But uh, here's we here's, have settled the <laughs> here's what it is about. And initially, I thought it was just going to be kind of kind of a period piece where clearly he's not the right guy for her. Blah blah blah. What's this? I thought it was just going to be like that. It was more to it than that. It takes place in the 40s, just a, just a few years after the war, and it is in London. And uh, this girl is a writer, and she's a successful writer, and she's gotten engaged to... I, I know this guy's a British actor with an American accent, and for some reason it really jumped out at me that he's doing an American accent because it was so... And, she, and she's bitten by a radioactive spider and gains. No. Okay. So the interesting thing that happens as she's just going about her whatever uh, is she gets a letter from someone who had her, – her address was in a book. And so he t- says, you know, I just wanted to say thank you. I found your book. I know it was your book. I hope this letter reaches you. I enjoyed the book, yada, yada, yada. And you're going back and forth between this strange story and – and there are Nazis, and there's this an odd group of people who are together. And it's like you wouldn't normally see them together. They're not right. related. It's just an interesting group of people. And it, it, it was all because of a pig, and this island was being occupied by the Nazis. And, was it a talking pig? No, they no. ate it. And well, so he's not talking now because the Nazis took all of the livestock and someone had managed to hide a pig. And so these people got together. And they were like, they kind of had a party. Man, it's been a minute since I had a bacon sandwich. I know. Oh man, let Listen, me tell I'm you. I'm sorry, Wilbur. You're an exceptional pig. I heard what Charlotte said, but ham. For the scene of the serving of the pig, <sighs> was was his name Wilbur? No, no, oh, it had no name at all. It was a nameless. nameless it wasn't one pig. of those pigs from Animal no, Farm. No, it was delicious. Oh, that was his name. Yes, it's delicious. <laughs> it's a little Johnny Delicious. Whoa, whoa, I'm a pig. Can we pick a different name? No. Nope. So you got this Sorry. whole thing, and uh, she gets a letter from this guy saying, hey, do all this, yada, yada, yada. And she is a writer, and he doesn't know that. So she is interested and says, I, 
here's this book you had asked about, and I find it interesting that a book brought us together. So could you explain to me why a pig brought you guys together? And could you, what is this? What's a potato peel pie? And so he explains it, and she has to go and meet them. Potato peel pie sounds like a John Michael Montgomery song from yes, the it mid does. 1990s. Apparently a potato peel pie is horrible. It's, I believe it was on the same CD that uh, the Grundy County auction. <laughs> I'd forgotten that song existed. If I remember correctly. So anyway, it, the story is that the people, they got to eat this pig, but then the Nazis, they're always showing up and being a downer and everything. And so they had to create a society so the Nazis wouldn't get all Nazified on them. And I think that's the word, Nazified. And so they said it's the, the Guernsey Literary Society in a potato peel pie, yada, yada, yada. So then they had to form a book group because, I don't know, Nazis. That's what I always do. Yeah. And that's how they snuck in and got some books and just happened they to pick up her book. They assembled a book group so yeah. that they could fight the Nazis with ninjutsu? No, Adam. All right. With words. Words that turned into no. throwing stars? No. Okay. So then, of course, there is a, a mystery and yada, yada, yada. But it's not like an Agatha Christie mystery. It's just I had no idea where that part of the story was going. I, said, uh, I just didn't know. Though some of it was predictable. Was the mystery where they find another pig? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, that pig was there, so good. There were other pigs we gotta seen Indiana later. We got Indiana Jones this for another pig. <laughs> that pig scene. Man, I wanted some of that. It's, it's, so it was food porn is yeah. what you're, you're essentially. Oh, man. Was, oh, I, got, I need some of that It bacon, was glistening. A little bit of ham hock. Glistening. Anyway, um, it's a good movie. I will sugar cure that. <laughs> It really was a good movie, and it's... Was it a good movie, or was it a good scene about cooking a pig, Jane? Is this this about your ham addiction? Like, (laughs) is this... Do we need to talk about this? And so then... I suffer from the same addiction. I'm not pointing fingers. I'm just saying, do I need to see this so I can see the ham? (laughs) You really do need to see... You really do. It's just so delicious. (laughs) I, I can see it now. And for that alone, you should watch the film. Uh, don't be distracted by whenever they're in a room, the the ceilings are really tall. That's kind of bugged me, that's, the, the proportion of person. Right, right. Anyway, that's about it. I don't want to tell you anything else about it because I don't want to ruin it. But it's a good film, and it's a quiet film, and it's for pork lovers. The pork lovers. So uh, that is certainly worth watching. And I am next excited to see the release next week of the Sabrina Christmas special. Sabrina of, like, Netflix? Netflix, that, yes. She's doing a Christmas special? Yes. Um, the pe- de- devil-worshipping yes. yes. Sabrina and friends? Yes. They celebrate Christmas? Or what do they do on oh, Christmas? Oh, well, see, Sabrina doesn't worship the devil. She doesn't like she him. Just, she's a devil adjacent? She does not. Yeah, she's devil adjacent. She does not like him. That's something you don't want to be adjacent to. And uh, she's she is not down with like, all the devilry. So like they're they're all like I don't know celebrating whatever they celebrate on Christmas, and she's all like wearing like I don't know costume because I haven't seen it. Maybe Chewbacca's in it. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna holiday 
special itself. Oh, happy uh, life day, Chewbacca. uh, You know, now that Netflix has settled that lawsuit with the real live Satanists who were all bent out of shape. Seriously. I'm just, you know what? Like, if there's a negative connotation, I feel, like pejorative or not, about the word Satan. Yes, and so it's so easy. I actually said this today to a friend. She was wearing a shirt, and I thought it said, Not today, Santa. It did not. It said, Not today, Satan. <laughs> yes, exactly what it said. Beelzebub. <laughs> With the bifurcated tail. Anyway, um, that comes out next weekend. and uh, Satan. Say, I, Satan's w- Christmas. <laughs> the Sabrina. The Satan Chronicles. <laughs> So all I know is that Santa is in it. Santa and Satan. Do they fight? I assume. I would. Oh, man. That would be like he grows to like, you know, let's say three stories tall. Santa's like all standing up on his like sleigh. Oh, I would watch that fight scene. That'd be awesome. The men in red finally duke it out. And for some reason, Daredevil also shows up. And he's like, what am I doing here? I'm I'm a blind ninja. Yeah, and I am not Satan at all. I'm just that daredevil. It's just it's a it, it it's a name. It strikes fear yes, into the hearts of criminals and what have you. I don't need to be here. You two, you guys take care of this. Yeah. Speaking of daredevil, I don't want to talk about that yet. It's too distressing. Anyway, yeah. um, so those are those are two things that are original to Netflix, worth a good binge, and. uh Friends is going to stay for another year. Yeah, apparently, like some people lost their mind up in here. Yeah, up in here. Yeah, like about that. And the next, the next uh, property that is just as popular on the Netflix as Friends is The Office. Uh, also, an exceptional show. Yes, and so Netflix needs to keep. Where do those shows go? I mean. Does Nick at Night still exist? Is that still a thing? I don't think syndication exists in the same way it did when you and I were younger. Mm-hmm. Like you, syndication does not have the same life as it did. Like honestly, you want to go to a streaming giant now. Mm-hmm. Like I think instead of being, you know, on you know TBS at four o'clock in the afternoon, you want Hulu to pick you up yeah. or Netflix or. Warner and, Brothers apparently is going to throw their. their I name know, in the I know. Yeah, great idea, Warner Brothers. What happens the last time you wanted to be a network? <laughs> How, what's that? WWW. Anyway, Michigan J. What? Oh, and I haven't seen it yet, but the first season was spectacular. The marvelous Mrs. Maisel season two is up on Amazon Prime, and that is very funny. Hopefully, marvelous. And you should watch that. It's not the kind of thing you would normally watch, but it's very funny and marvelous. How do you know that's not what I watch? Oh, I know. Are you, you are you eavesdropping? I on, am. Are you making a list? You checking I it twice? Am all of those things? That's, that's, we, <laughs> you and I need to have a discussion after the microphones go off. I am all this of those is things. disturbing. <laughs> So those are your binges. Oh, and Anna Gray said she has watched the new She-Ra and will join us next time to discuss it. I believe she was pleased. Sure. And if not, I'm sure we'll get to that very soon there. We will.
We will. So uh, that's it. New stuff on Netflix and Amazon, uh, whatever it was we said. I'm sure it was riveting. And, uh, and I believe that. Yeah, yeah. I do too. I'm so, always riveted by what I say. <laughs> I know, I am. So thank you so much for listening to Binge or Cringe. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. <laughs>